So I think this is super perfect because, I don't know, I'm not really in like a hardcore emotional state right now with like, let's say, being in my winter, my inner winter when my period is on. I'm kind of like past that. So it's like I feel like I have a, a, a place to be able to talk about rules in a way that's not like super emotionally charged, like that that would otherwise, like, that would be most relevant during my inner winter time, right? <clears throat> and so in connecting with the seed, right, pretending there's this seed, you know, comparing between a seed that's been thrown around like a baby, and then the seed is not able to really feel confident and comfortable and safe because it's like, well, am I just going to be growing beside the raspberry bush now that's just going to choke me out <clears throat> so I can't really fulfill the measure of my creation? Or am I going to be, like, right beside all the nettles so nobody's not going to really be able to appreciate the talents that I have as a, a seed. And I'm not really going to be able to grow my talents because the nettles are going to be choking me out too. Or, you know, things like that. <clears throat> Versus a seed that has been planted according to its actual subclimate. And according to an actual like watering schedule. <clears throat> and a weeding schedule. And a... Um, like planted in a specific method, whether it's like a mitlighter style or like a square foot garden style or something, right? And let's just call a different gardening style, let's say like a certain school, right? That they would be, that the gardener chose for that plant, for that seed to grow in, right? And so like when I think about all those things, I'm like, well, what about me? You know, if I'm this little seed, where have I been planted, you know? in different seasons of my life, right? <clears throat> and where am I planted currently? Because now I don't get to just be the seed. I get to be the seed and the gardener, if that makes any sense. And so I get to actually not just be the seed that gets thrown around, but I actually kind of do get to be a little bit in charge of it, right? Like, yes, I do have a master gardener that really says the end all, right? <laughs> but <clears throat> in some ways, I do have a lot of choice in counseling together with the master gardener about where I'm planted and 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 how much my watering and, and weeding and, and all of those things are going right like that versus like this immature seed that's just kind of been throwing around and not really even realizing that I can have a say or that I that I could be planted in a different place or you know things like that right <coughs> so what would I say are my rules for um growing a seed in the best possible way possible, right? Like, what would I say are my, my rules for life for growing a seed, let's say? <clears throat> when I say a seed, I'm actually saying growing a soul, you know? Growing an eternal soul, especially after it's, they've received their bodies, right? And I guess that kind of trails into, like, why I even started this homeschool journey at all, right? Because I actually just really appreciated, number one, was I really appreciated being around a community of other people that were thinkers, that were not just going to be followers, but that people that were actually thinkers and leaders. And they were, they were actively making specific choices to improve themselves, to become even better leaders in their homes, right? <clears throat> That's really like one of the basic reasons why I even wanted to be a part of this kind of community network of people, because I wanted to have that kind of a peer pressure, like an actual positive peer pressure that was going to encourage me in ways that I felt like were going to be helpful for me and, and allow me to, to grow into my own greatest potential as well as my children, right? 
And so that's kind of what kind of stemmed my personal path anyways, right? And then as I think about my rules for life, it kind of stems all around that. Because when I started the homeschool journey, I kind of already received my own personal revelation to be like, yeah, the homeschool journey is really about helping me and my family achieve like eternal self-reliance, basically, right? And so what does that actually look like? And it goes right back to like this child and youth program that's been amazing right it's the the physical goals the spiritual goals the intellectual goals the social goals and you know once we have some of those basics down i'm sure we could add on to that right it's line upon line precept on precept so it's been really neat for me to just think about this a little bit and be like yeah like what are my rules for my life right what do i do every day like some of the things I consciously think about and what are some of the things that might be subconscious, right? That, that have just kind of fallen into my life, not really knowing that that's my rule that I'm following for myself because I've personally made a promise to myself because of past choices and past mistakes and life experience that have led me to be like, no, this is how I do my life today, right? Because I don't want to waste my time anymore, right? I don't want to be like, falling down and scraping my knees every time I try to stand up or every time I try to run when I could just tie my shoes, right? When I could just wear some good sturdy shoes, right? Rather than some flip-flops that are just going to make me fall on my face. Like, who knows when, right? And so, you know, it's kind of fascinating to just ponder upon it for a little bit. And so when I really get honest with myself, like, what does it actually look like? Well, actually, I could start at the end of the day, right? In, In all honesty points, it's like, Lately, I've been getting into a better habit of, hey, let's drink some warm warm milk at the end of the day if I feel like I need something, right? Like if it's past six o'clock, past eight o'clock specifically, let's drink some warm milk to just kind of help calm everything down and help me feel like, yeah, I can go to bed and I'm not gonna be hungry, right? That's like a rule that I've created for myself, for example, because like in the past, it wasn't so, you know? It was like, straight up kind of like you know that quote that's like hey best thing about being an adult is you can eat 100 cookies for breakfast worst thing about being an adult is no one's there to stop you right so I used to allow for that 8 to 11 o'clock to midnight range to be like oh eat all the cookies that I could possibly find right or eat whatever could be like the worst for me and just like put that in my mouth to just like stuff it further right but lately I've just created that rule for myself to be like yeah Let's just have some warm milk and we'll be good. Like it's taken a while, of course, right? A transformational while <clears throat> since back in those days, like maybe 14 years ago to like today where I can just be like, yeah, now warm milk is going to be my thing, right? And that's just the warm milk rule, right? That's just like the the eight o'clock, like, you know, try not to do things that are going to interrupt my sleep, right? That are going to like that are going to rob me of the hours of sleep that could otherwise be helping me like drain the plaque in my brain, otherwise be helping me to multiply the cells in my body, like otherwise be there to help me like really rest and go deep in my rest so that when I wake up in the morning and for the rest of my day, I can actually be alive and and available to, to do all the loving and the living that I actually want to do. So that's just like one rule for life, right? <laughs> the the good sleep warm milk rule for life right and there's so many little things attached to good sleep right like that's that's just like I'm just like my mind is getting blown right now as I just kind of ponder and think about how many rules I probably follow right that's just one 